Good morning, Diverse City. Happy New Year to all of our partners and our guests. This is 2021, our first service of the, the year, and we are excited. We are excited and we are grateful. Why? Because we have breath in our bodies. We have a new year, a new day, and I am so grateful to come before you and to kick off the first service of the year. Good morning, I am Pastor Virginia, and I am greeting you all in our virtual world. Thank you for joining DCC's virtual service. I am reminded of the word that says that God is with us no matter wherever we are, no matter the circumstances, that he promises to heal us, to heal our land, and all we have to do is humble ourselves. I ask you to humble yourselves today at the beginning of the year to make it a service that's just between you and God, where you make a promise not just to humble yourself, but to go before the Lord with a hunger like never before, all of 2021. What is it that you need from God? What is it that you want God to pull out or to show you? This is the time, this is the year where we're gonna rejoice, we're gonna worship like never before, we're gonna worship with no limits. And if you don't know what that means and you're new to being in the presence of God, welcome to the family. We are gonna push you, you're going to learn, we're going to go deeper than ever before. 2021 Diverse City is for us and for God's glory. Lord, I just ask that you would be with us right now. Lord God, I pray that you would help us to remember that you are in control. Lord, I pray that you would bless this year. I pray, Father God, that as everyone is in their individual places, Lord, that you would come into the atmosphere and begin to change things for your glory. Lord God, I have an excitement about me that I cannot explain, only that I know you are in control, that I know I can rest in your promise, that 2020 nor 2021 determines my outlook, but that you do. Go before us in this service, Lord God. Pastor James prepared a word to kick off this year. Lord God, that our praise team has the music and the heart and the focus to minister to your people. Lord God, I pray that you would lift up every hung head. I pray against any distraction and that right now we submit ourselves to you. Lord God, bless this service and all those who will see it who are looking at it right now, I just pray that you begin to shout and to scream hallelujah. I pray that you begin to think on the things of the Lord that are good. And as we get into this service, that you just completely submit yourself to God. Lord, you are worthy and we bless you. Come through, Lord God, like a fresh wind and renew us and revive us as we kick off this service for your glory. May the hungry be fed. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Come on, y'all. Give the Lord a hand and welcome the praise team as they come with a fresh anointing. In Jesus' name, thank you. Good morning, Diversity Church. And welcome to our praise and worship this morning. As we glorify God.
and welcome to Diversity Church, the perfect church for imperfect people. I'd like to welcome our Diversity partners, first-time guests, and those joining us online. Please don't forget to like, share, and ask questions. We are so honored that you picked us for your worship experience this morning. Well, at Diversity, we believe that no matter your background, color of your skin, what you've been through in the past, or your current location, whether you're watching me from the comfort of your own home, on your couch, in your car, even on your phone, it doesn't matter because we've all gathered together to give God the glory, honor, and the praise for he deserves it. Amen. At this time, I'd like to make you aware of some very important announcements. Well, tomorrow we are going to start off this week with our corporate fast. It is going from January the 4th through the 24th. More fasting directors will come out. If you visit our website at diversecity.church, you'll get more details. We're doing a Daniel's fast. So church, I want you to get ready. Make sure 12 o'clock tonight that you eat as much as you can because at 12 o'clock, we are going to go all in for God. I am so ready for what this new year 2021 has for us. As we grow and push to go deeper with the Lord, I'm excited. So I can't wait for you to join us on this fast starting tomorrow. So get ready as we go into this week with a bang. On Tuesday, I want to see all my kids on a Tuesday Bible study call, 7 p.m. Come with your PJs, come with your sleep buddy, come with all the stories of Christmas and all the things, the gifts that you've gotten and all the wonderful things that, that you've received as gifts. I'm so excited to hear everything that you want to tell us. So we want to see you Tuesday, 7 p.m. for our Bible study. Wednesday, I want to see my, my salt ministry ready for prayer. Wednesday, 2.15, ready to pray. And then AYM, they're going to be ready to meet on Wednesday at 7 p.m. On Thursday, our prayer team is ready to stand in the gap with you. We are going to pray and ask God to just open the floodgates of heaven for you in 2021. So please join us via Zoom or Facebook Live for prayer this Thursday night, 7 p.m. I'll be ready. The prayer team is ready to just usher in you into the presence of God. And then we're going to be right back here on Sunday morning for our virtual service. Come on, we have had a wonderful time meeting online. I'm so grateful for this platform. So I want to see you 1030 ready to go with hearts, with likes, and just enthusiastic about this time that we get to worship corporately together and just hear what God is saying through Pastor James. Well, that's all that I have for you. I pray that you have a blessed week. I pray that this week of fasting, as we continue through this fast, you would just grow deeper in your relationship with God and the plan and the vision that he has for your life. Have a blessed week. We love you. We'll see you next week. Welcome to the first Sunday in 2021. If you don't know who I am, I'm Pastor Drew, um, and I serve proudly at Diver City Church. This is our time where we prepare our hearts and minds to give. Sometimes I'm a little goofy, and if you've been on here before, you've known that you don't have to wait to just now to give. But this is your opportunity, if you didn't know, to 
get virtually set up some uh, the text line and go to the, go to the website and um, if you haven't given or if you want to give right now this is your time so what better way to start off the year than to be giving to sowing a seed um, we are about to start the Daniel fast tomorrow it is January 3rd the first Sunday of the year the third day of the year and we are starting our annual traditional Daniel fast tomorrow and it is way more than just abstaining from food or certain drinks it's way more than that and this morning when I woke up um, I just I wanted so fervently to be like in the presence of God and like if you're like me sometimes like I search for like a song to get me in that mood get me to just like get me to that place take me to that place um, and like this morning, like I was just flipping through and I was in in uh, some old songs that I had uh, set aside on YouTube. And one of them was a um, well, I won't I won't give the the title of the song or whatever. But like the lyrics simply said is I found my life when I laid it down. Um, upward falling spirit soaring. I found my life when my knees hit the ground. And I was like, man, you know, it's. This is where we are right now. Like right now, we're in the fast. We're about to start the fast. And I believe like if you have never done it before, if you have done it before, you understand like this whole 21 day process, 20, 21 day process is about like renew, renewing, renewing of your mind. It's no coincidence that we start at the beginning of the year. Uh, so we can start this year out in the presence of God. I don't care what you been through in 2020 you know the truth is if you owed Amron or Laclede on December 31st you probably still owe them on January 3rd right now um, but what can change immediately is your heart uh, your heart posture how you think where you find yourself and the song says I found myself uh, when I, I found my life when I laid it down <laughs> such a beautiful lyric and I am about to get emotional because it was so I remember listening to that song some years ago and then like I kept listening to it over and over and over again and, this, and this, the lyrics and the words just began to wash over me. And I was like, Lord, man, this is this is where you want us to be. You don't want us to be running around like with our like a chicken with our heads cut off or just stressed out and, and confused and anxiety and, and depressed. Excuse me, gum, sorry. Um, no, none of that stuff. You don't want us... That is not where you've called us. And I think that like we have so much more uh, to offer his kingdom and offer this world that we're supposed to be ministering to. If we can lay down our lives, give our lives to God, and we will find the life that he wants for us. If we just lay down all this stuff. So take the time now. Start off by sowing the seed on first Sunday your first fruit let it go to God let go of like your inhibitions and everything else that you have uh, been so worried and confused and afraid about and let it go let it go and take the time now and say I'm, I declare right now that I'm going to start this year I'm going to start this year in the presence of the God in the presence of our God Lord Jesus help us help us Father I hope that you join us. I hope that you join us uh, not only tomorrow, but this entire month 
and uh, find your home here and understand that God has so much more for you. You know, I I, I know this is a little off script, but I, I'm just, I, 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 my heart is bleeding for like the church and I really, really have a desire to just serve God fully. So with that being said, I'm not going to mess it up this week. You can text the word DIVERSE to 73256. That is DIVERSE to 73256. Or you can go to diversity.church, scroll down to the donate tab, punch it. Well, don't punch it. You don't want to break your screen, but just click it. It'll take you to the area of the website where you can give, or you can go to 320. You can mail it in physically to 3201 Itasca Street. Uh, join me in prayer, saints. Lord God, I thank you so much for today. I thank you so much, Lord, that at the beginning of this year, we can we can start by laying our lives down so we can find the life that you have for us. God, I pray, Lord, that we just begin on bending knee and prostrate before you. Father, Lord, that knowing that you, uh, you speak to us in the small spaces sometimes, Lord, and sometimes you just want us to be quiet and relax and be among you. Lord, I pray that your presence would overwhelm us, Lord God, today. Lord, this week, this the next three weeks, Lord God, this month, Lord God, this year will be the year of the church. Lord God, despite what anything else, anything else that occurs or comes down, Lord God, we are the church because you are in control. And I thank you, God, for all things. And as we jump back into praise and worship, I just thank you, Lord God, for what is going to happen in this service and in this church and in this year. I thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Good morning, good morning, good morning, Diverse City Church. Welcome to 2021. We made it. We are here today and I am excited on this first Sunday of the new year to be before you today. Matter of fact, in the comments, make sure you say hello. Make, you, make sure you say welcome to 2021. This is our year. This is our time. And this is our season. So as we do the custom of diversity in many churches all around the world, as we move into tomorrow, guess what we get to start? Our corporate Daniel Fast. That was okay. One more time. Our corporate Daniel Fast. Yes. You have my permission today. Eat your donuts. Eat your double stuffed Oreos. Eat your meat. All that your heart desires. Drink all of the caffeine. It splurge on all of your wonderful chocolate and delicacies because tomorrow it's about to go down. See, corporate fast, this is something that we do here. We take serious. In January, we are giving God our first to receive his best for the rest of the year. Yes, God will love you regardless if you fast or not, but he rewards those who diligently seek him. And so as a corporate body of diverse city, we are going to step into 2021 with a corporate Daniel fast. In the comments, I want to see some watermelon, throw me some apples, some oranges, some vegetables. Let's go. So, at this time, let's go ahead and get ready for the word. I am excited for us to kick off a brand new series in a brand new year. So let's read from a scripture that we probably all know, but let's really unpack some of the principles to lead us into this new season for diversity. At this time, go ahead and find Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and we are going to read from the New King James Version. Again, locate with me Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, and we will read from the New King James Version. Come on, in the comments say, I got it. I need your interaction. I need your energy as we bring forth God's word. Okay, let's read. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, as we put you first in the beginning of this brand new year, that you're willing to bless us, that you're willing to open up the windows of heaven, that you're willing to give us peace and joy and healing and provision, that any area of lack through our time of consecration, that you're able to meet the need. Matter of fact, you're a God that exceeds the need. You didn't make us to just be conquerors, but we can be more than conquerors, that we can be ambassadors that we can bring light and hope into this world today. Lord, I ask for you to bless your message as it go forth to encourage, to inspire, to equip all of the listeners, readers, and hearers of this word. And all that agree, say amen. Amen. <clears throat> okay, it's story time. I got a good story to start off. 
So one of my mentors went to go visit Papa John, a exercise physiologist, because he was having pain in his back. And after a series of tests, the doctor gave him a wellness plan full of exercises to help him recover and to restore his full movement for optimal health. However, as my mentor went home and next day he got up to look at the prescription he was given, there was one big problem with the full and entire list that he had. When he looked at the list, he said, okay, yes, this is my name. Yes, this is my date of birth. Yes, this is my social security number. But what he saw on the plane is that on the plan is that all of the exercises that he was given was focused on his core. And so he said, you know what? Let me, let me just call the doctor back. Let me make sure they gave me the right information because to me, this does not look correct. And so he calls the, the physiologist back and say, hey, I see everything that you gave me is to focus on my core. And the doctor told him, your back is hurting is because your core is weak. That's going to hit you Tuesday. Your back is hurting because your core is weak. Your spirit, man, is your core, your essential part, your essential function for every area of your life. There are people in the comments. There are people right here. Your pastor, we are experiencing different degrees and different levels of pain in one area or another. The solution today, the solution as we step into the 2021 year, that the area that is weak, you don't need to fix the symptom. You need to fix your core. You don't need to chase your back pain, your neck pain. Fix your core. Address the root cause. Do not follow the symptom. Spiritual growth in your life. Spiritual growth in my life. Spiritual growth, a commitment to God. Putting him first so he can bless the rest. When you focus on God, it's not just for ethical living. It's not just for us to have good behavior. But when we get our core right, when we get our spirit right, we can not only live good, but we can live well. When you get your core right, it is linked to all the other areas and aspects of your life. When you focus on your core, you're going to live right and you're going to live well. Does anybody else besides me want to live right and live well. Go back real quick. You're moving too fast. You're moving too fast. Your core is so important. Your core, the core to the body is the spirit to our life. The core to your body is the spirit to your life. So where are you hurting today? What have caused you the most pain in 2020? I come today, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you, as we focus on our core, your life 
is going to change. Let me put some Bible on it. Go ahead and find 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 7 and 8. And we're going to read from the Good News Translation. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. And let's just kind of read number 7, park on that. You can put that on the screen. The Bible says, But keep away from those godless legends which are not worth telling. Keep yourself in training for godly life. Again, keep yourself in training for godly life. So what is Paul trying to say here is that after all that we've experienced from 2020, don't get caught up in the hearsay and she say and false doctrine and teaching and chasing this headline and chasing these footnotes. God is saying, don't worry about those that are trying to do things and give you messages based on their own personal fortune and fame and personal ambition. God is saying for you, for me, for us to take full responsibility to get back in the weight room, to get back on training, to work this prescription that I have given you to focus on your core. Yeah. It is our responsibility. It is our duty. And just like physical exercise will help us and form us and shape us, spiritual exercise is, will help us grow and develop spiritual muscles, spiritual weapons to be able to step in 2020, step in 2021 with a whole nother power, a whole nother level, and a whole nother authority. See, we can't overlook the instruments, the Bible, the sword of the spirit, the church and fellowship where God has given us spiritual exercises. And we begin, we begin to neglect and push aside these spiritual instruments of grace that God has given us for spiritual growth. Yeah, come on. Verse number eight. Put that on the screen. Physical exercise don't miss this, has some value. But spiritual exercise is valuable in every way because it promises both life for the present and the future. Again, I'm not knocking anybody that's drinking their creatine in the gym. Do what you got to do, but do not neglect the spiritual exercises. This window of opportunity for us to cultivate our calling, to step into the promise as we go forward in 2021. See, it's one thing as Americans, definitely as Christians, we like to operate in the extremes, right? Some of us only focus on our physical body and others think it's uh, sacrilegious to even go to the gym. But the Bible teaches us spiritual balance from a biblical perspective. He's saying, yes, work out. Yes, you need to take care of your health if you want to live a long life. But you also must uphold and uplift the importance of us having proper spiritual dieting, proper spiritual exercise. And what I'm going to do for the next month, I'm just going to be your personal trainer. Your personal physical trainer, I'm not going to charge you $200 a week for three sessions, but it's absolutely free. 
But what I need you to do, like, I need you to share. I need you to share with others. I need you to be encouraged that we can do our part as we go through this journey together. See, spiritual discipline helps us live right. Spiritual discipline helps us in every area, in every aspect of our life. So you can put this on the screen, our focus for the entire month of January. Here's the focus of our um, sermons. Spiritual discipline. One more time, say it with me. Spiritual discipline. I didn't say a cuss word. Don't, don't look at me like that. Don't, do not sign off. Do not go find another happy-go-lucky marriage. You need to stay right here. God is saying spiritual discipline is required in 2021. Now, for some of us, we're saying, you know what? What, what is he talking about? Spiritual discipline and spiritual working out and spiritual exercise. There, the, the Bible's very clear when it talks about discipline and you look at the term and the definition. There are two types of discipline. There's the discipline of abstinence when you're staying away from things, but then there's also the discipline of engagement where you got to get in the game. Discipline of abstinence. When we think about it in the physical world, it's us trying to lose weight. What are you not going to eat? What are the things that you're not going to be tempted with? How much time are you going to spend in cardio and working out and hitting the weight room and hitting the gym? But the discipline of abstinence in a spiritual context, it is fasting. It is solitude. It is controlling our environment. And then there's the discipline of engagement in the physical manner, drinking a gallon of water, making sure that you're working with your personal training, making sure you're getting enough sleep and eating enough vegetables and all of these things. And then discipline of engagement from a spiritual manner is prayer. Spiritual discipline is prayer. You're on a diet if you just eat and don't pray. You got to pray. You got to worship. And don't forget this one, serve. Again, spiritual discipline. When we engage, it takes prayer. It takes worship. And in a virtual environment, you can still serve to engage in spiritual discipline. So today, our focus is on fasting as we step into this Daniel fast tomorrow. And then week by week, we're going to hit at least one or two to make sure that we are building muscles in the right places, right? I don't want you guys just know how to pray and don't know how to fast. And you got the prison body and you walking, you got all chest, but no, you got chicken legs with you. We're going to make sure we take care of the whole body, body, mind, soul, and spirit that we can go nuclear, In 2021. Amen. So why do we need spiritual discipline? Because by default, Charlie, we were born into sin and we were shaped in iniquity. So we have to train. We have to exercise if we want to reshape our 
lives. In Romans, it says, in Romans chapter 12, we all knew this, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove and test and weight lift the perfect will of God. This is something that we have to do. If not, we fall into default. And as we discussed last week, and we miss our opportunity to follow God's design. Spiritual discipline, it's going to take fasting. So what is fasting? I like to give a new definition every year, so you can put this on the screen. Fasting is a way to demonstrate to God and to yourself that we are serious about our relationship with him. Again, Fasting is a way to demonstrate to God and ourselves that we are serious about our relationship with him. That's what we're doing. That's what we're engaging in. That's how we're able to step up our spiritual fitness and stamina for 2021. See, fasting, another way to spin it, it is a deliberate abstinence from any form of physical or emotional gratification to achieve a spiritual goal. Fasting in the Hebrew, what does it mean? It is the practice, Papa John, of self-denial. In the Greek, when you study this, Pastor Aldean, that fasting is afflicting of one's soul or body. If you've ever been to the gym and you've pushed your limits and you try the heaviest weight that you can handle, you may get excited and you're happy that you're able to push it off your chest, but then, then the next day, your soul, your body feels afflicted. When you say no to the donuts on Monday morning and to the coffee and to the offer for lunch, it is going to hurt, but it's worth it. It is going to hurt to lose 50 pounds next year. You're going to have to say yes to salad. No to ranch dressing or blue cheese or uh, them ham hocks or those chitlins or all of that wonderful stuff. Macaroni and cheese. Everything that you were eating over the last two months. It is going to hurt, but it is worth it because we are disciplining ourselves. Matter of fact, where you are, you may need to start running right now. It is going to hurt, but no pain, no gain. Fasting. It is saying that the hunger of my spirit is greater than any physical, social, financial, or emotional needs or want in my life. Fasting. It is saying that my soul, that my desires for proclivities, pleasures, and passions, you don't run me. I run you. I'm not going to be chased by my feelings. You can get on the boat, but my spirit will be the captain. I am putting you in training to submit to the purposes and the plans of God in my life. I gave you control in 2020. You had your way in 2015. And now I am resetting myself through pain. I am resetting myself through engagement. I am resetting myself through a spiritual fast to say, I want 
God more than anything the world has to offer. Amen. Yes. I love the way Jesus kind of talked about it. As we make this sacrifice for him, he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. That is a condition. You got to hunger and you got to thirst after God. But if you do, but if you're willing to push it to the side, you will be filled. You will experience the overflow. You will experience a new level of greatness, but it's going to take a hunger and thirst more than your emotions and your feelings or your natural desires. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 11 also talks about this, that without faith, you you can't do a fast without moving in faith. Without faith, that it is impossible to please God. For For he who comes to God must believe that he is. If you don't believe him, if you don't have faith, by the time it hit about three o'clock, maybe 3.06 on Monday afternoon, you're going to want some M&Ms, you're going to want some chicken, and your level of discipline because of not having faith, because not believing that he can answer your prayers, God, you will miss the moment. But the C clause of that verse says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This is a promise to hold on to. This is a promise when your stomach starts hurt. This is a promise when you have a caffeine headache to say, no, your reward is better than my temporary craving. Your eternal reward is better than my temporary claiming. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold out. In 2021, diverse city, I'm going to ask you this question. How serious are you about your relationship with God? How serious are you? about your relationship with God? Do you believe that as we address the core, that the rest will be taken care of? Do you believe if you seek God first, if you make him number one, not only, but if you make him number one, that God will take care of the rest? Listen, church, do not miss this opportunity to join us corporately on a Daniel fast. It's one thing to fast on your own, but it's exciting and it's way more engaging when you have the whole army of Diverse City Church and other churches across the world saying, yes, we want to restore America to be a Christian nation. We want to restore that God is the head of our homes. We want to restore that we create policies and principles and in our workplace to be God-centric and God-first. So don't miss these next four weeks of your personal training session as we go through with fasting and prayer and worship and solitude and service so we can do all that God has called us to do in 2021. 
See, there's many people that may be watching online and you, you've kind of been very skeptical about fasting and there's others that you're just kind of going through the mundane and routine. So just kind of give me five minutes to really just make sure we understand the opportunity of this moment, the window that's ahead of us that we can do from January 4th to January 24th. So first, let's talk about briefly the different types of fast, just to make sure we're all good. Number one, the most common and the most popular fast, what we see in the Bible where Jesus did it, where Elijah did it, and where Moses did it, you call it the normal fast. Basically, during a certain period of time, only drinking water. If you study or talk to any doctors, they will tell you, and this is not the will of God for my life, that you should fast at least one day per week that it will help you with cleansing your body toxins. Jesus did it. Elijah did it. When um, when David lost his child and he was grieving, he did it as well. When I lost my child, I took a fast to say, Lord, help me through this season. Help me get through this. Some of us need to fast to be able to get over our past so we can move forward. Then there's a physical intimacy fast. This is the one my wife hates the most. The Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, hallelujah, to abstain yourself from sexual pleasures. Okay, PG-13, I will keep it there. Moving on. Number three, there is the social media and um, abstaining from certain type of people and certain type of conversations. There are several people that during the entire election series, Um, season said, you know what? I don't have time for social media because y'all tripping. I need to remove myself from it because y'all don't want me to go cray cray. Congratulations. (laughs) And then there's also a corporate fast where we see um, the model of Esther where the children of Israel were about to be oppressed and the children of Israel were about to be persecuted and Esther called the entire nation and said, hey, we need to go on a three-day fast. I am about to approach the king to tell him to overturn his ruling for our people. And God honored that request and God saved their people. And then there's the last type of fast, which is the Daniel's fast. John the Baptist did it, where you're omitting certain type of food groups. We see this also in Daniel chapter 1 and then also Daniel chapter 10, where he's only eating fruits. Again, he's only eating fruits and vegetables. He's only eating fruits and vegetables and giving up the meat and giving up the sugar. So we, as Diverse City, we are doing a Daniel's fast. For those that can and want to go above and beyond, yes, you can do more. You can um, do social media. You can only drink water. But for the next 20 days, we're asking you to push away the plate, to only eat vegetables, to only eat fruit. Matter of fact, um, if we can drop this in the comments, our link to our website with our full fasting guidance to be able to show you to make sure you have knowledge and information as you step into this new season. So are we still good? Everybody good? You good in the comments? Let's keep going. 
Go ahead and find with me Matthew chapter 6, and let's read it from the Eugene Peterson translation, which is the message version, because I was reading this today, and I said, man, this is good. I like this part. Again, Matthew chapter 6, we're going to read one verse at a time, verse 16 through verse 18. Okay, let's read. When you practice some appetite-denying discipline to better consecrate on God, or better concentrate on God, don't make a production out of it. It might turn you in to a small-time celebrity, but it won't make you a saint. Ooh, park, park right there. Got to read that again. When you practice some appetite-denying discipline to better concentrate on God, don't make a production out of it. It might turn you into a small-time celebrity, but it won't make you a saint. Yeah. So when we fast, we're not doing it for this person. We're not doing it for that person. The fast is for an audience of one. Not your spouse, but we do it for God. It's something personal between you and him. It's, a, it's for his purpose. It's for your plan. You can cheat and your pastor may not see it. You can cheat and your spouse may not see it. You can cheat and your children may not see it. But if you cheat, you know who sees it? God. We do it for an audience of one. We're not trying to show off here. We're not trying to show that we're better than the next church. We're not trying to show that we're better than the next Christian. But we're doing this for an audience of one. When we get our focus off of God and start looking to the left and we start looking to the right versus looking up, we miss the mark. The focus of the fast is on him. Come on, in the comments, put God is number one. In the comments, I'm waiting on you, put God is number one. And then verse number 17. Oh, yeah, this is my favorite one. If you go into training inwardly, act normal outwardly. Shampoo, comb, shampoo, and comb your hair. Brush your teeth. Wash your faith. Hey, shampoo and comb your hair and brush your teeth and wash your face. Hey, shampoo and comb your hair and brush your teeth and wash your face. Can I get a witness in the place today? Shampoo and brush your hair and shampoo and comb your hair. Brush your teeth and wash your face. I'm pausing for effect for all of my super saints. Let me say it one more time. Shampoo and comb your hair. Brush your teeth and wash your face. So what, what does it say before? That whatever you were doing on the outside, keep it the same. But this is an inner work. This is inner personal training that's going on on the inside. Let me make it plain because y'all still trying to fight it. Y'all may need to go to the grocery store or to Walmart to get your stuff. Because if you run out this week, you're not extra holy. Go 
to the store. To my men, if you kept a clean face before the fast, keep a clean face during the fast. If you had a mustache, keep it going. This is not the time to grow beer. If you got one, keep it going. But this is not the time to change. Don't try to say, I need a mohawk because I want to be straight in all ways for the Lord. No, if it's nappy, leave it nappy. If it's straight, leave it straight. Keep it tight. Get your deodorant. Put your deodorant on. Put your deodorant on. If you were a person that ironed your clothes before the fast, during the fast, guess what? Iron your clothes. Oh, God. Jesus. Yes, to my ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. If you wore eyelashes before the fast, do not go to work tomorrow with no eyelashes. Don't be drawing any extra attention. Come on now. If you wore weave, extensions, or a wig, keep it on. Shanda, mm, keep it on. Keep it on. This is not, okay, I got to have a ponytail in Jesus' name. Whatever you did before the fast, keep it the same. Keep it the same. Amen. You don't have to change. But what, what? I found out, Pastor James, that my soap and my toothpaste are made of animal products, so I can't use it because I'm breaking the fast. You got one or two options. Go buy something else or put it on what you got. That simple. It's not about the outer work. Keep it the same. Do not draw extra attention to you. But God wants to do an inner work for you. Focus, Aldine. Come on, Pastor Aldine. Focus. You're the first lady. Pay attention. Okay, verse number 18. God doesn't require attention-getting devices. He won't overlook what you are doing. He'll reward you well. That's the promise. When we push away the plate, when we make a conscious effort to pursue him, he said he will reward you well. See, when God does it, it will last. When I do it, I got to worry about holding on to it. But when God does it, it will last. Proverbs chapter 8 talks about that he, that riches and honor are with him. And there are enduring riches and, uh, riches and prosperity. It is available for you when we put him first. See, with this fast, it's so important for us to not know what to do and what not to do. And it's also important for us to understand what it is. But I would say the biggest thing that we need to know is, why are you fasting? You need to establish a purpose for your sacrifice. All of the examples that are listed in the Bible, you can go through them one by one. There was a reason for the fast. So what is your reason for this fast. What is, your, what, are the, what is the thing or things that you're expecting to happen because of your sacrifice for him? 
As we discussed last week, you need the vision. You need to write it down. You need to make it plain. You can have an accountability partner that's going to pray with you for the next 20 days, but you need to have a purpose during the fast. You got to have a why. You got to have an anchor to be able to hold you when temptation comes. You have to have a why because the storms of life are coming to all of us over the next 20 days, but be of good courage. We will over come. We will see the goodness of the Lord. Amen. You got to have a why. Why are you doing this fast? It It should be based on somewhere in the framework of these three things. Number one is that when we fast, it is to change you Or you're praying and you're sacrificing to change someone else. We see God um, during the fast soften the hearts of other people and soften the hearts of the person that was willing to make the sacrifice. Number two, you can fast to change a circumstance Maybe it's a situation at home. Maybe it's a situation on your job. You need God to be able to shift and to be able to circumvent the environment to bring back and to restore his glory and his presence. And then number three, we fast because we need God to reveal something to us. I don't know if it's wisdom I don't know if you're stuck between a rock rock and a hard place. Should I move? Should I not move? I need provision. 2020 has challenged my emergency fund. God, I need to know what to do. Should I get another job or should I hold steady? Should I get a third job or should I hold steady? How can I make sure with full confidence, with full assurance that this is you? Or God, I just need strength. I want to quit my job. But maybe my job is not my mission. Tell me if it's my mission, Phil. There are some people right now, y'all need to hear this. You may hate your job, and God said it's not your mission. It is your mission, Phil. You need to serve. You need to minister. You need to share and to fulfill that purpose. And watch God elevate. Watch God promote. And watch God shift you in this season. What do you need? Do you need to be changed? Are you expecting him to change someone else? Do you need him to reveal some things to you? Or do you need him to shift a situation on your behalf? Those are some great and awesome reasons to say, you know what? For the first 5% of this entire year, I can seek God with all my heart. 5%. Not even, I'm not even asking for you to tithe during this fast, or tithe, no, keep tithing your money, tithe 10 days, or tithe 40 days to say, you know what, out of 365, the first 36 were given back to him. But we're only asking for 5% of this entire year because God is not only uh, just the God of my heart, but he's Lord over my life saying, I will come after you first. See, if Jesus had to fast to reach his maximum potential, guess what? You will too. I had to. I'm still doing it. And we're going to see God move. We're going to see testimonies. 
We can spend time and talk about out of all of the problems and challenges of Corona. But I can also tell you in 2020, I know some people that were fasting last year. We have at least four or five brand new homeowners. I'm going to clap for that. Five people getting new homes. There's at least 10 to 12 people that in 2020 that were seeking God that wrote on a piece of paper and said, Pastor James and Pastor Aldine, I need a new job. And they got it. They got more money than they expected. There are other people that saw physical healings. There are other people that were counseling with us that were on the brink of divorce and God restored their marriage. Personally, all of the major ministerial movements and callings and shiftings all happen getting revelation, getting guidance, and stepping into the new season. Start it first with a fast. We've seen financial blessings come into our household. And I've also fasted during a time of grieving, losing my grandmother, losing kids, losing family members, seeing all of these things and saying, God, I need you. God, I need you to invade the situation. God, I need to know which way to move left, which way to move right. God, how do I pastor during the pandemic? I need your help. It looks crazy. Nobody taught me what to do in seminary school in this situation. Lord, show us what to do. Should we open? Should we not open? This is a great time to come before the Lord open, being willing and ready to say, Lord, if you can use anything, you can use me. Yeah. So for the next 20 days as a church and as a corporate body, as we step into this fast, we have to be intentional. There are some things that you need to throw away or eat up tonight. There's some stuff you got to go buy from the grocery store today. You were going to buy 50, 100 wings. Nope, leave it alone. Get you some uh, veggie sticks or some other stuff. Whatever. It's nasty. I know. But we're doing it for God. Be courageous. You're going to have to stand firm on God's promises. You're going to have to stand firm on your commitments. You're going to have to get filled with the Holy Spirit, reading your word, because temptation is going to come, and you're going to have to clink, clink, hold on. And you're going to have to be diligent. We're going to have to do this thing One day at a time. Do not look at this as a 20-day journey. You got to say, Lord, just get me through Monday. Lord, just get me through Tuesday. Do not look at the long journey, but just find the blessing in the now. Lord, I'm hungry. I've I've eaten oatmeal three times a day. I still can't get full. Lord, can I just get some grace for some chicken? No, hold on. Hold on. You're going to make it. You're going to be better. You're going to be blessed on the scale to hold on. You're going to have to be diligent. And on a few days, normally for me about day number five, it's not a day-by-day thing. It's like a meal-by-meal thing. It's like, hmm, Jesus, I need something else. Allie, what's for dinner? 
Allie, what's for lunch? I just ate lunch. When is my next snack? Uh, uh, holding on. You're going to have to be diligent. Uh, I see my kids eating chips. They're eating M&Ms. Lord, help me. Hold on. You can make it. You can do it. I am a living testimony. You can do it. In the comments right now, put you can do it. And we as a church are going to be here with you the entire way. Matter of fact, you could put this in the comments again. You can see our full guidance on our, our corporate fast of the things of what to do, what not to do, what to eat, what to drink, etc., etc. Or you can go to our website at www.diversity.church. Not .org, not .com, diversity.church. Second, we got a new thing coming. This is going to be awesome. Shout out to Jordan and Rashida. Once a week, we are going to do some meal plan recommendations. They're going to show us some vegan, vet, uh, vegan breakfast things that we can hook up. They're going to show us some vegan lunch things that we can create. It's going to be awesome. Matter of fact, they even know how to make Jordan. I don't know if this is in the video, but I'm calling an audible. Can you make sure you um, submit that video for that Popeye's soy chicken sandwich that's vegan? Shanda. Mmm. Mmm. Yes, Lord. Give it to me. I'm telling you about day number eight. It's going to be off the chain. And dinner and dessert recommendations that's all going to be vegan-free for you to feel successful. For you, some of you, this needs to be a long-term strategy to push away some of that sugary stuff, to push away some of that meat, to be able to change your palates. So look out. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Facebook for some encouragement. And then number three, we're going to have daily inspirations for you. Um, every day we're going to give you some fasting directives and things that you can pray for. Um, as a, a pastoral team, we came up with 21 different areas to like kind of cover all areas from the church, from the community, from family and personally. And we have roughly about 20 different leaders that's going to come to you every morning, reading the scripture, giving us a prayer, just something for you to be able to boost, to go along. So it is exciting. It's something that we've never done, but it's more for us to continue to engage. And you're going to see some leaders really kick butt with their daily inspiration video. And then number four, as we establish our purpose individually for our fast, I'm going to ask for you if you would like for us to join in, to intercede on your behalf, to send us an email to office at diversity.church. Matter of fact, you can make it simple. If you know what that request is and you don't mind having other people see, you could put it in the comments right now. And then last but not least, where you can see a text message where me and my wife and some of the other leaders monitor, you can text your prayer request. You could type pray and send it to 314-582-3355. Again, that is 314-582-3355. Send in your prayer request. It is my duty, it is my responsibility, and my privilege to pray with you to see 
God move during this time. Amen. So in closing, let's just kind of finish here. We've kind of talked about the why, the who, the what, the how, but let's just really re-emphasize the benefits of us doing a fast. So similar to Matthew chapter 6, where we talked, to, talked about the pros and cons, Isaiah chapter 58 is an entire chapter for you to be able to walk through and get another perspective on a good fast, I mean, a godly fast and a non-godly fast. But I want to look at verse number 8 and verse number 9 to really bring out three principles for us to move forward with great expectation. So go ahead and find Isaiah chapter 58, verse 8 and 9, and let's read verse number 8. So in the A clause in verse number 8, it says, Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your, and your healing will quickly appear. Again, then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Come on, give me a hand in the comment if you need healing in your life. It's not just a physical healing, but maybe your heart is broken. Maybe you have broken a broken relationship with God because the whole virtual church thing, I can be honest, it's not the same for everybody. Some people have embraced it and jumped right in in it. For others, it's been a struggle because fellowship and communion and being in the presence of God physically is big to you. And this is your time to restore. God is saying one of the benefits of fasting is to bring healing in your life. Come on, put healing in the comments. And then the because of verse number 58, it says, then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Mm. Again, righteousness is going to go before you. Again, righteousness will go before you. Righteousness, you, and the glory of the Lord will be your back. Righteousness, getting the core right, will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your back. Righteousness, we talked about help, but God is saying he wants to restore holiness back to his people. When you seek him first, when you make him a priority, he is going to increase your level of intimacy with him. He is going to increase your ability to hear because you have tuned out other frequencies and you've tuned up to God. You're going to increase your character because when you train yourself in physical discipline and spiritual discipline, it is going to bring character. It is going to bring control, and it is going to bring confidence in your walk with him. Last but not least, God will bring back and restore holiness in your life. God will also um, allow you to receive healing. And in verse number nine, it says, put this on the screen, then you will call 
and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppressions, with pointing fingers and malicious talk, God is saying here, when we push away the plate and we begin to train ourselves in godliness, he will give you help. God is saying when you fast, he's going to remove the yokes and the bondages that have been on your life. Depression, oppression, whatever it is, anxiety. He wants to set you free from soul ties and trauma. Matter of fact, and drama that you can call for help, that he will answer, that you don't have to fight the battles, that the battles will be the Lord. Anything that is keeping you from fulfilling your purpose, reaching your destiny. When we go before the Lord, he can provide help as we yield to him. Come on, right now in the comments, which one of those three do we want to see God move in your life? Do you want help? Do you need to restore your holiness? Or do you need to receive healing in your life? God is saying that it is available for you. God wants you to live free. God is about to restore your spiritual and your physical energy when we begin to shed the weight. We begin to shed the bondages of sin and frustration and the weight of anger and bitterness and jealousy and all of these things. He can do it in 21 days in your life. Let's do this. Spiritual discipline. The pain that you're experiencing in your life. Let's focus on the core. The pain that you're hurting with in your life. The indulgence of your pleasures. The indulgence and the bondages of your past. God is saying right now. In 2021, after all you've been through in 2020, does he have your attention yet? Together, as diversity, we are choosing to take care of our core. Because God does not only want you to live right, he wants you to live well. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you today. Lord, we are excited. Lord, we are grateful to step into a new year, a new season, a new moment of destiny. For many of us, 2020 has been so challenging. But Lord, you have kept us for such a time as this. So Lord, as we step into January 2021, we make you first. We choose to seek you with all of our heart. We understand that as we fix our core that you're able to fix the rest. Lord, we push away all of the symptoms and we fix the root cause by pursuing you. 
And as we pursue you, we thank you that you will guide us, that you will direct us, that you will instruct us and teach us in the way we should go. That as we choose to make you first in 2021, that we can experience the abundant life in Christ, that we can experience new levels and new dimensions and new glory. We want to please you. We want to honor you. We want to love you. We want to uplift you. Lord, we uplift every member of diverse city. Lord, we pray for your hedge of protection to come upon your people, that you have saved them, that you have kept them for such a time as this. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, and we choose to pursue you. And by that, we thank you, Lord, that you're bringing healing. We thank you, Lord, that you're bringing help. We thank you, Lord, that you're bringing hope and that you hear the prayers of the righteous, that you're rewarding us during this time, that when we decide to give up, you show up. When we decide to give up, you show out. When we decide to put you first, all things work together. So Lord, we surrender our minds, our hearts, and our body to you. For you are the potter, we are the clay. So we give you permission during these nets. 20 days to shape us, to mold us, to fashion us, to reposition us for your purpose and plan and your destiny. So during these next 20 days, Lord, we hide your word in our heart that we may not sin against you. Lord, we choose to follow your word. Lord, we choose to follow your will. For many are the plans of a man's heart, but your purpose will prevail. So we give it to you during this time, that we won't just exercise spirit in, in the physical realm, we won't just exercise in our next degrees, but we exercise in spiritual disciplines that will benefit our present, and we are grateful that it will benefit our future. For all that are excited for this next season of our church, for the next season of our lives, and for the next season of our families, say amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. In closing, church, it is time it is time for us to go after God. We can do this. God is still moving on our behalf. I know you haven't seen it. I know you haven't heard it, but God has been faithful to us. So join us during this time. If you're going to join during this fast, if you're going to join us on this journey, let us know in the comments right now. We're going to start praying for you over the next 20 days, and we're going to just build a movement. We're going to build at Diverse City, a perfect church for imperfect people, but are striving together to live for God. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you mess up Tuesday. Get back up. You can do it. God still loves you. We still love you. Your purpose is still alive. The gifts and the callings on your life are still yes and amen. So work it. You can do it. Together, spiritual disciplines, one at a time, living more for God, building up our core that we can experience all of God's best in our life. Take care. See you next week for part two of Spiritual Discipline.